This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your host, Christian, Aaron, and Franklin. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you for tuning in. And today we're talking about why musicians or artists need to have a website. Some things that we're going to cover are uh, revenue stream, email list, and we're going to talk about why having a website is important to uh, get them to listen to more music or learn more about you. Very good. So um, this is really important, actually, because... I've been doing this a lot lately, trying to find new music or going back to old music. And like, say, for example, Eminem, um, completely forgot about him. And then was just checking out his website and finding out more about him. And um, if he didn't have a website, you know, I would just be searching on SoundCloud or the podcast or or, I mean, uh, Spotify, rather. So really important. Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing is, you know, having the website so that you can have all your information at one place. Um, I feel like lately, you know, I've been trying to look for, I don't remember the artist, but they didn't really have a website. And it was a combination of uh, Wikipedia and their social media and then some other, you know, obscure websites uh, to try to find out where their his concerts were at, you know, like, or even find out more information about how they started. Um, I actually spoke to a musician a couple of, I guess it's been a couple of months ago, and he he told us that, he told um, Brandon and I that he didn't want a website because all of his audience is already on Facebook, so why would he have a website? Um, and that's when I told him, well, you were at a concert, I Googled you to try to find your website because that's usually the first thing that pops up, mm-hmm. and then his the band name is like Casper or something. I don't know. They're local up here in McKinney. Really good band, but their Facebook page was like on the second page. So I couldn't find them, um, barely got a hold of them. And I actually hooked them up with a gig for a, for a ribbon cutting to give them some business. And it was a tough sell because the other company was like, are they reputable? Like, you know, they have a Facebook page and they have 300 followers. Are they one a good or two like you know? Are they like legitimate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that that's a really good point to add to this is that you know having a website really takes your artistry and your professionalism to the next level. Um, you're not just doing this as a hobby and you know uploading things to SoundCloud and YouTube. You actually have a, a legitimate website with your bands or or your artist artist name um, as a URL. Uh, so it gives you a sense of you know, professionalism of, of like, okay, this guy is a little bit more next level. Um, you know, he has his, all his stuff together in one place. Right. He great. didn't start in the garage last week and mm-hmm. is trying to book stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, another great thing about why musicians need to have a website is that, you know, you can use this as another revenue stream. Um, and the the first thing that comes to my mind is selling merchandise, selling T-shirts, um, mugs, pencils. I don't know what artists, you know, sell nowadays. I feel like T-shirts is like the main. Right. That's the only, that's the only thing I buy. And hats, maybe hats. Yeah. Really cool. Like trucker hats or something. Or yeah. you do, depending on the um, industry or genre, sweatbands are very big for punk bands. So, you know, they get swell, mm. st- uh, sell those. But I don't know about you know, classic rock or something like maybe classic rock headbands. Well, uh, let's, let's just say apparel. 
a lot of it has to do go. with apparel because I, I I've I was thinking not just now like bandanas are a huge thing um, sunglasses sunglasses yeah uh, so yeah so let's just go with apparel um, so having the website will allow you to set up your store and sell more stuff and you know get another revenue stream in there um, and also another tidbit is also you can set up uh, what is it Google AdSense or Google AdWorks on your website so you can get more revenue um by having ads on your website and another thing that you could do is you can promote other artists so if you already have a huge following and you're, you're seeing other artists that are up and coming um and you want to promote them on your website and you know they have to pay you a little fee in there boom that's another way to to earn more money right and you actually put uh books on here which is i mean i consider that kind of like a it's not apparel, but um, the reason I say that's important is that I know Coheed and Cambria. Um, it's just a it's a band for those who don't know. Uh, all their music is actually from comic books. So the lead singer Claudia Sanchez, he wrote all these books in the past and then made music from it. And so now those books are very valuable. And so he sells the books online too. So it's kind of like a reverse mm-hmm. of that, uh, which is pretty cool. And I actually thought about it. I did not do it, but I thought about purchasing the book online. And it, yeah, that's where you can make some more money. Yeah. I mean, and you can argue that, you know, if you have a book or something like that, you can go to directly to Amazon. Um, but then you got to think about, you know, Amazon obviously is going to take their cut um, and, and leave you with less money. Um, and I think uh, usually fans appreciate artists who um, are more independent and are trying to, you know, do things differently. Um, so if you're out there trying to hustle and, you know, you're trying to put all your stuff on your website, um, your fans are most likely going to go to your website and, uh, you know, purchase directly from you, um, to make you more money. Right. All right. And so this next one is probably, um, the most important here is that you own the data, Mm -hmm. uh, SoundCloud, you don't own anything. Uh, Reverb Nation, you don't own anything. With your website, you know how many people visit it. You know how many people you've collected on your email address, um, your analytics as far as like where people are shopping at, how many purchases you have. You own all that data. And so it's um, it's not like you're in a shared community at that point. You're, you own your own house. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can use that to really leverage whether or not uh, or how you grow. So for example, if you sell 100 t-shirts a year, and that's very profitable for you. How can you sell 200 t-shirts a year? Um, and just kind of, uh, you know, you wouldn't know that otherwise on your website or how to like really grow it exponentially without having the numbers or data. Yeah. So speaking of data and, and email analytics, I, I think the, the keyword here is the email list. Um, your website and your email list go hand in hand. Um, and just like your website, you know, you own that email list, the, those fans. Um, and with social media and, you know, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook um, and all that stuff. I mean, to have all that is great, but things can change like in the blink of an eye with all those industries. Um, we see it every day with with Facebook and Instagram changing the algorithms. Um, so, I mean, if you if you're posting, you know, your stuff on Facebook and Instagram and your fans are following you, um, yes, there's a chance that they might see it and there's a huge chance that they might not see it. Um, so having everything on your website categorized and, and, and posting and having that email list. So, I mean, every time you you come up with a new song or you come up with a new album and you blast them with uh, with the email, um, that's a way better way to 
to you know get a hold of your fans than through through uh, social media. Right, and I think uh, one example we had on here is uh, something that everybody remembers from like 2005, which is you had your own music station and your own music videos and stuff like that that you could have on MySpace. And we see now that in 2017, MySpace is really not relevant. So you, if you didn't have a website back then and you put all of your eggs onto MySpace, you really do not have a customer base. It could have put you out of business. Um, it, could really have hurt you so um that's just a prime example i don't think facebook's going away anytime soon but whether or not you reach your audience that's going to be the biggest factor there yeah yeah i'm just thinking right now like i I can't imagine you know someone who had their myspace and they were 100 percent invested in myspace and now that's basically completely gone you know if if they didn't have a website then you're starting from scratch i mean you're starting from zero right And one thing that we didn't touch on is the website kind of gives you that personal touch. Um, I know whenever I go to a website, one of the biggest things I look at is uh, the about page. So like, what's your story and who's in charge of it? Like, you know, do you put the owner's face on there? Do you put the head musician's faces on there? Um, You know, what's a, you know, if you're a band, you can be pretty creative with, you know, hey, Jimmy started this company because he loved tacos and ended ended up moving to Austin, Texas, learned how to play guitar. And now he started this really successful band. Um, and now I can get behind that story and really have a connection with them. Cause I'm like, Oh, I live in Texas and I love tacos too. <laughs> so, um, and the music's good. So having the about page and a website there really helps. Um, I guess, what did I write here? I said like personify the brand or like really, um, ha- just a personal connection that you can't really have on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Uh, and it's something that's interesting. I feel like, you know, if, if someone who doesn't have a website right now and I want to find out more about them, I would have to rely on a combination of Wikipedia, try to look for interviews on YouTube or Vimeo, um, maybe try to find them on Facebook, see if their about section on Facebook it's, it's filled out. Um, and a lot of times whenever you do that, and I've done this before, um, you get different information here and there, or you don't get complete stuff, or you still have more questions. Um, so yeah, having the website, having a really good about section. And the other thing is having a really good um, concert and make sure that you know the upcoming um, venues. Um, I do remember looking for someone recently, and there's a lot of websites out there that you know do that, but to see it directly from your artist on their website, you know, that's the real official list of upcoming shows. Um, you don't have to rely on six different websites to try and figure out, okay, which one's the legitimate ones. Right. And I think that that's one of the things that we, um, I guess as a shopper, I guess we want all that information in one spot. And one thing we kind of left out here is the music videos. Um, and I like watching, I used to not, I used to watch a bunch of music videos, then I didn't, and now it's like, oh, I'll check them out again if they're good. But you have your music videos, you have songs all about it, you have concert venues, you have merchandise all in one spot. Somebody doesn't have to go to all those new places. And if you're trying to acquire a new fan, that's that's asking a lot of them. They'd have to be really loving your music for them to go check out all those different sources to follow you. So um, I think it's also intangible that you're going to keep your customers longer. Yep. All right. So thank you for listening. If you're a musician or artist, please share this podcast with 
another musician or an artist, or if you're not a musician or an artist and share with someone who um, is a musician or an artist and don't have a website, or maybe they're adamant about getting a website or they don't know the benefits of getting a website, uh, this is the podcast to share with them. Um, and again, if you're on your cell phone, you can do that very easily, clicking on those bottom corner, three little dots, and click on share this episode. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.